Tom Bernard show with co-host Catherine Prant, Andy Brant Bernard, Mike Molina, L.A. Nick, and Doug Sprinthal. We'll be right back. Kick off part one. Do you want me to read that uh, commercial again? No, I, that was <laughs> too long. Went for about four hours. Yeah, sorry about that. I made the point, though. I thought it was pretty good. If you're just tuning in, we, uh, we the first hour we read a transcript of a live chat I did with an unnamed cellular carrier. My stepson had gone in, and he was, uh, you know, they sold him the protection package and the $30 upgrade charge. It took me half an hour to get the $30 fee waived, and I'd been with him for 20 years. And the point was, if we sold, if Walzer Automotive Group sold cars like that, we would be out of business. It's just unbelievable. It's easier to buy a $40,000 Toyota than it is a $400 cell phone. And we'll tell you what the prices are. You don't even have to ask. You can go on any of our websites. The prices are all up front. We do what we can to make it easy as possible, and that's the entire spot. How's that for off the cuff? It's a magnificent commercial from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Wise men say only fools rush in, but I can't help falling in love with you. The pretzel on Valentine's Day. I still find it fascinating that he would still only be 85 or 86 years old had he lived. Only really? That's pretty big, 85? Yeah, I think he'd be 85 years old. He died, what, 1976, right? Yep, 77. I almost bought a poster. 77, so yeah. I go to state selling every weekend, and I saw a vintage, like, like in the day p- picture of him, and I almost bought it. It was four mm-hmm. bucks, but it was so tacky looking, I just said, ah, I think I'm going to pass. <laughs> Well, Elvis kind of was the king of tacky. Yeah, they made some tacky. Yeah, really they made negative. some tacky prints of film. Well, if he were alive, he'd be eighty-three today. <laughs> oh, eighty-three that's today. Not that that's old, it. man. No, it really isn't. And he's been dead for forty-one years. Jeez. Well, oh, my God, that makes me feel way really too old. young to die. I understand. Oh, is that why? Yeah, hey, I, I want to apologize for not being here last week. I I took a day of rest the day before. 
because I take days of rest. And I didn't realize, I thought it was Monday when I took a day of rest, but it was a Tuesday when I took a day of rest. And I didn't realize the next day was Wednesday. <laughs> so I woke up at like 1 o'clock and I called Mike in a panic. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. I just woke up. I didn't realize yeah, it was Wednesday. canceled the show. The advertisers are pissed. Oh, yeah. I know. It's terrible. I make a commitment. I'm a, word of, I'm a man of my word. So if I make a commitment that I'm going to be here, I like to be here. Mm-hmm. So I apologize for not being here last week. My question stands. A day of rest from what? <laughs> you know, I, 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 I need rest. I do things. I do things, man. I need you know. rest. I need rest I from... Need, I, need, I, I like having days of rest where you, you, you don't talk to anybody at all. Ooh, I like that. And you do whatever you want personally. Like, everybody should do that once a week. Just have a complete, what I call day rest. It's not rest like sleeping rest. It's a day that's your day, and you just do whatever. But I do, I'll sleep like, you know, 15-hour day. Get up. Oh, not bother Harley getting dressed during the shower. Just kind of eat cereal and watch TV. And what are you, 16? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Lucky man. My teenagers do that. I'm like, wow. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, and then so, and and I took the day of rest because I just got back from a trip and I needed a day of rest from the trip. You needed a day of rest from a vacation. Yeah. And yeah. Now, Hold up. And now he's heading out on vacation. After you, yeah. Well, well, went, what? What? Now, <laughs> what? So, so now, so that was a trip to Mexico City, which is a hectic, hectic city. Oh, so now I decided to go on vacation uh, to South Padre Island so I can relax. Oh, is there any booze left over there? Because like, <laughs> I need, re- I need. Damn to re- it! I just quit. I need to. Re- I need yeah. to. Re- I need to relax. Oh. Oh, sure, absolutely. I think the last date to myself that I took, I was 10. I think I was about 10 years old. That was about it. Oh, give me a break. Okay, what? now we got all that settled. Let's go around the room. What did everybody give up for Lent? Ash yep. Wednesday Ash is today, Wednesday, by yep. the way. It's today. That's yep. right. Yep. It is today, isn't it? Andy apparently gave up doing the uh, Tom Bernard show. <laughs> Alex and Andy quit the show. They'll be I, back April yeah. 1st, which is Easter. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to give up anger anger transfer. What does that mean? So you're mad at something or somebody, and you take it out on somebody that's close to you. Uh, and a lot of people Nan- do it. Is Nancy making you do this? No. I just, I, just, I just realized a couple of days ago that I do that. If I'm mad at something in my life or something that... That nothing has nothing to do with anyone else. I'll take it out on somebody that, and I won't take it out on somebody like Doug, but I would take it out on somebody that I really cared about. Wow! <laughs> oh, that's pretty normal. No, no, to tell you the truth, not People that do I don't that care about no, no, you. I understand. I'll be somebody I, 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 really I, I, close in my I life. Like, like I'll be short and snippy with my mother, or I'll be short and snippy with Nancy because I'm mad about something else. So I'm going to try to make a, a, an effort not to do that in life because I don't think it's fair to to them, and I, and it makes you look like a jerk, an a hole. Yeah. yeah. So I want I want to really work on that, not to do that. Anger transfer. I, I like that one. Yeah, and yeah. I think a lot more people have anger transfer. I think a lot more people have it than they want to admit. Absolutely. Tom, you can't do it, otherwise the shows would be considerably shorter. <laughs> that would be a lot shorter. 
Plus, in fact, I was hoping for Lent that uh, uh, L.A. Nick would give up interrupting people. That would have been great. Well, listen, listen. I want, I, I want to talk to you about that, too. So, first of all. Oh, I don't, no, wait. Not no. yet. No, I really we do. We have to go through everybody else, what they're giving up. I don't care. I want to talk about this right now. So, I'm, oh, God. I, I come here every Wednesday. I like to get at least, yep. I like to get at least five minutes in. Right? At least five minutes. Uh, of rest? No. <laughs> Yeah, five minutes of sleep. I like to get at least five minutes of talking in. And I'm Italian. That's what Italians do, man. Five, five minutes per six minutes? Is that what you're doing? I call this Bugatti dealer yesterday in, in Long Island, New York. And this guy, right when he answered his phone, he told Italian, like Joe Oppenopoli, he's like told the most Italian guy I've ever met in my life. And the first words out of his mouth, he's like, let me tell you something about myself. And the guy went on for an, <laughs> an hour and told me his life story. Well. <laughs> because that's what Italians do. Okay. Well, now we cleared that he didn't, up. He didn't care what I wanted to buy. He just wanted to tell me about himself. <laughs> All right. Let's find Andy. What are you giving up for Lent? I didn't even know it was Lent. Oh, well, Andy's, Andy's actually today. here. He yeah. came back, mm-hmm. yeah. He was wandering around. Yeah, it's Lent, uh, Andy. you got to give something up. I've never done that before. Or, or you can also do something spiritual that you don't mm. normally do. No, is yeah, Lent, is like Lent in, in, in most dominations? I mean, uh, is it most? It's a predominantly mm-hmm. Catholic and Anglican thing, yeah. but it's so, yeah. recognized in all Christian So I, I, I was raised Catholic, went to Catholic school for 12 years, so I'm used to Lent, but I didn't know if it was in every... Right. Protestant and you know, all of them. Yeah, our youngest decided that it would be cool to give up oysters for breakfast until his mom, who works at a Catholic <laughs> church, explained to him that that wasn't acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting by with that one? Yeah. yeah. I understand. What I'd like to give up, and I, I'm, I was very serious about that. I thought about this when I woke up this morning. I would like to give up getting stressed out over things that I have no control over anyway. Because even if I don't have any control over them, I still get stressed out by them, mm-hmm. and I'd like to give that up. Well, we we all my, we I, all I know forever. We, we all know that, Tom. <laughs> you all know that. Yeah, because you do anger transfer. It's because you're stressed out about something you can't control, and it shows. No, I do. I get stressed out about things I can't control all the time, and I'd like to stop because it. You know, as life goes by, it takes it takes a toll on oh. you. I'm sure I'm building a plaque in my heart from it. Yeah, how many months you have left? So much plaque. I don't know. I didn't add them up yet, but I'm thinking it's like three or four. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Can I have your car? Something. Oh God. <laughs> can, I, can I have your car? No. Which one? <laughs> it all depends. It all depends. Which? Well, they, they're both five hundred. I'm down to three hundred eight. So I got three hundred eight months left to live. So I, you're, you got. Wait, 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 wait. Well, when I met oh, you, you it. had three hundred. No, I, I. That was almost a year ago. I, I just went to. How I, just, this I, just, work? I just got a. We phys- started running. No, I just got a physical and I got I got a heart scan and a chest scan. Okay, so you yeah, picked they, up another. They, they, well, they, they upped me a little bit. All right. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. All right, Molina, you're Catholic. What are you giving up for Lent? So I'm giving up uh, fish. I'm going forty days, fish. forty days and nights uh, vegetarian, or vegan. I think I'm Ooh, leaning towards vegetarian. Oh I wow! You were vegetarian I, for that, the past four months. Does that count? He's been pescatarian, right? 
Yeah. Does that well, count in the I, Lord's eyes? Like, is that really something that, get, that helps other people? Or This get, coming from the guy who needs a day of rest? Thank <laughs> Jesus, I, le- I learned that from Jesus, Easy, man. Nick. He's, he's off fish. He's a little but testy. I learned a day of rest from Jesus. He's got a fillet knife with your name on it. Jesus took a day of rest. Yes. I learned it from Jesus. That would have been God, actually. I thought that yes. was God. Yeah. Yeah. So Jesus I'm, was very uh, busy okay. How many time. years of Catholic school? God, I learned it from God. God took a day of rest. It's raining frogs. See, I believe I believe in in, in Christ, it's raining frogs. The, the Father and the my, and the, the Holy Soul, so Holy Ghost. So I believe it's all the same. I actually there's a name for that. What's the name for that? It's something the Trinity? weird. Well, there's like a older, more uh, biblical name for it. I'll for look what? it up. For what? The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah, it's all the same to the me. Holy it's all the same Holy to Trinity. me. Holy Trinity. Yeah, it's yeah. all the same to me. Yeah. So that's, that's God to Trinity. me. So God taught me that you need a day of rest. I should listen to God more often. You should, Tom. Take a day of rest. I should. I absolutely should take more rest. I always got stuff going on. It's, it's Once really a week, weird. just have a Tom's day. Every day is Tom's day. Oh, yeah. Well, you get up at 4 in the morning and go to me? bed at 9 o'clock at night and work every oh. hour in between. I tell you Listen what, to you. I am I am a whole different man since I've been getting rest. I'm on the money. I got things going on. Last last two shows ago, I was a mess because I hadn't slept in two days. I couldn't hardly talk. Oh, yeah, now I'm true. on the money, man. Good. Rest is very important in your life. It's very important. It, it is. is. And rest and lowering your stress yeah. level. Having that stress will destroy you. I know. I got to get rid of it. I've always been stressed out since I was about four years old. I was stressed out. I just got a message from Wendy Rodewald, one of our great listeners. She says, "In Nick's defense, I needed a day or two of rest after I came back from Vegas in November." Uh, well, <laughs> well, I need a you year exactly of rest. resting. I need a year of rest if I go to Vegas. That's because we were drinking. What were those horrible drinks at that dive bar? Oh, I, Vegas. Oh, they so were called terrible. ass juice. And you Somebody ordered oh, a yeah. round. Oh, you drank ass juice? It, it, drank it. it tastes better than it sounds. <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> Did it smell better than it sounds? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the club didn't. It, it <laughs> smelled like they just cleaned up a homicide. So before we, t- we, we uh, came on the air, Tom, I was telling Doug and Mike that I had been on an auction site, and I was bidding on this motorcycle that I've been looking for for 10 years. Uh-huh. And right. I I didn't I don't know a lot about high tech and internet and this kid that lives upstairs with me he's a financial advisor for one of the big companies here in Minneapolis and he, he's like oh I hope you I know this way to do it and sniper and it'll go in the last split second and you'll win no matter what so he comes down and the auction's ending at like eleven o'clock at night he does this sniper bid he goes what's the max you want to bid and I tell him and it goes through and I'm all excited then up the second it goes through. It comes up. You've been outbid it. <laughs> somebody, whoa! So somebody sniper bid him like a second later. So I called the guy who owned the bike, and I said, "Listen, I will give you a thousand dollars cash to the uh, to, 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 I don't know who the guy who bought it was. They won't like give you that information. I said, "Tell the guy that bought it, I'll give him a thousand dollars cash if he walks away from the deal." And he called the guy, and the guy first said no. He said, called me back and goes, the guy said no. And then he called me back, and the guy goes, he changed his mind. He'll take the 1000 bucks." And that's persistence of an Italian, because I got that bike. Okay, so, Catherine, what are you giving up for Lent? 
Well, I've slowly been giving up swearing for the last five years of Lent. Well, that's good. Slowly. <laughs> well, well, she's married to Tom. It's been getting better and better. She's married to Tom, it's better so and better. it's pretty hard. Yeah. When you're around people that swear all the time, it's really hard not to swear. That yeah. is very true. No, but I've, I've definitely gotten much better. I can say that well, apparently I, I've given that up a long time ago. Swearing? Yeah, I don't swear hardly at all. I mean, I've, I think I'm swore, I've sworn the least on this show than anyone else. Yeah, I also very, very rarely swore yeah, on the show. Yeah, I've never heard any That's swear. That's true. Yeah. Maybe we'll all give it up. It's about time anyway. It's, pointless. Well, it's, it's, just, it's a know. pointless thing to do. Yeah, it's just it's better for your brain to come up with different ways of expressing yourself than always reverting to the exact same words over and over, I think. Personally. That's why a lot of comedy clubs have a no-swear rule, because it's kind of cheating. F that. It is. It's really boring when someone goes it's up cheating. there and just, it's like, just you know, starts screaming swear words. It's yeah. like, that's not comedy. Like, no. the Laugh Factory refuses curse words where the comedy store lets people curse and you, when you go to oh, both places you, you can tell the difference between a quality comic that doesn't curse at all and the show is still funny then somebody drops an f-bomb every single word yeah louis anderson always has worked clean and he's he like has. just and he's works, funny and he's it, funny yeah. he said you have a you have a lot longer career if you don't but then you have people like like andrew who's dice who's pretty funny when he swears <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, he's pretty back funny when he's day. Yeah. yeah, back, back in the day. day. Back in the day, yeah. yeah. You can use it as a tool. Don't use it as, like, you know, your one tool, though. Yeah, exactly. I like it. We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. This is Tom, and I've been telling you how easy it has been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost weight loss plan. My goal has been to lose 92.5 pounds. Well, I've started up another round at the new Nutramost Plymouth location, and I can't wait to shed those extra unwanted pounds. Nutramost is unlike any other weight loss program. It's just so easy, and they guarantee that you will lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food, and I'm never hungry. The team at Nutramost in Plymouth will support you every step of the way, on your wellness and weight loss journey. Then, after you hit your goal, Nutramost in Plymouth is there for you with the Nutramost Forever Plan, an all-inclusive wellness program that improves and promotes healthy living and choices. Nutramost has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. Nutramost Plymouth, located just off Highway 55 and 494. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. I'd go hungry, I'd go black and blue I'd go crawling down the avenue No, there's nothing that I wouldn't do To make you feel my You know, for my first wedding anniversary, Sarah gave me a recording that she did of that song with her and a friend of hers. It was really great, I thought. Now, what song is this? It's a Bob Dylan tune, actually. Yeah. What is it? 
It's called to make you make you feel my love. It's a Bob Dylan song, but a million people have covered it. Oh, really? It. Yeah. I had no idea. Bob's version no isn't quite as romantic. <laughs> Walking down the avenue, they make you feel my love. I never got Bob Dylan. I just don't get it. You never got him. Don't yeah. get it. Great lyricist. Great lyricist. Yeah, Positively Forest Street. Some of the greatest yep. lyrics of all time. You should let Why somebody else be, sing them. Yeah, be a songwriter. Well, I think he did pretty well as a singer-songwriter. He could have done better as a songwriter, perhaps. I mean, look I at think. the... There's a bunch of people that no one have ever heard of who wrote most of Michael Jackson's songs, and they're doing pretty well, even though no one's ever heard of them. I Rob think Temperton. Bob Dylan did okay for himself. Oh, yeah. A couple of bucks to rub together. But there's a lot of big bands that their they're big albums, somebody else wrote them, like West Arkeen, he wrote almost all the top songs off of uh, Gene oh, yeah. R's first album, uh, Play for Destruction, and he's dead now, but he did write most of those songs. Nobody else in the band did, but a lot of bands use songwriters. There's nothing wrong with using a yeah. songwriter. Sure. Oh yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. We were just talking about uh, talking this morning about uh, one of my favorite songs of all time, Leonard Cohen. That's Suzanne. It's a fantastic song. I like song. that song. Yeah, it's a good song. It, and it's just a wonderful song. It's just sung with such great intent. Who wrote? Who wrote you know that what song? I mean? Leonard Cohen. Leonard. He just oh, said, did he, did he? "Dude." I, I didn't hear. <laughs> Interrupts. Doesn't listen. Is that all an Italian thing? <laughs> Could we have could, Sicilian yeah. Not all Italians. Could yeah. we have the record, the reporter reread the transcript? Tom, this Leonard Cohen song is one of my I'm favorites. It's called Suzanne. I'm quitting this show. Who wrote that? Nick, who wrote that? I'm quitting. Doug. I'm quitting this he just show. Said. Today's my last day I'm on this show. this show. You're mean, you're mean to me. Yeah, you guys are mean it. and cruel, and you just you're pick on me. me. You pick on me every show. And, you know, I'm a sensitive guy. I'm a sensitive guy. I understand that completely. And I get my feelings hurt very easily. And it's a nonstop pick fest. So I'm quitting. Well, that's it. You're going to fold up the tent. Yeah. Um, oh, I tell you, if it I was wasn't for Tom, I would, I would quit the show. All right, see, there you go. Well, Blame I it mean, on me. If it wasn't for Tom, there would not really be a show, so that makes sense. <laughs> that was my point. Yeah, what I was thinking of was actually a mistake because Trinity is three. What I was thinking of was the Tetragrammaton. Oh, yeah. Well, of course you were. Yeah. Which was YHWH, you know. What? The, you've never heard of that? No. I have no, no clue what you're saying. What is it? It's the four letters that uh, God gave as his name, and that's where Yahweh and oh, Jehovah Yahweh. both oh, came from. Oh, I could see that. They're, yeah. bo- they're both different readings of the four letters, ah. which are called the Tetragrammaton. That makes sense. That's what you were thinking. Thanks, Andy. I learned yes. something. I don't know when I'm going to use that, yep. but uh, it is, it's one <laughs> of those things that's going to stick in there forever. No, I, that's cool. No, Yahweh and Jehovah, because... Uh, Tetragrammaton. Hebrew is a very weird language in the regard that it, they don't write their vowels. Oh. They just they, they just write their um, consonants, and you're expected to know what it's supposed to say. Really? So 2,000 years later, you know, there's a whole bunch of words in there that no one's ever heard of before. So, you know, it's like, what if you were reading a book in English, and then you came across, like, you know, C-T-R. Like, how you could read that so many different... Center. 
cuter. Yeah, you could read that so many different yeah, ways, exactly. but you would never be able to find out what the actual word is. So. Well, you're right. Well, that's that was like, that like, that was that like my, my first six years of school. I went to Catholic school, and our first six years, we went to Mass every day, and the Mass was in Latin. Yeah. And yep. every day, I, went, I don't know what the hell this guy's saying, but <laughs> I'm yeah, going to sit weird. here. <laughs> but do you remember a lot of it? No, it was in Latin. Like if, if somebody, yeah, but I mean, if some, if you were at a Latin mass, would you remember it? Oh, because absolutely. I, it's it yeah, drained right. and pounded into your brain. I went to right. mass every yeah, to day mass for lot. five days a week, and then on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of mass. I went like twice a week. Yeah, I think. I think so. Well, we went I to remember. chapel. We went to chapel every morning. Before wait, wait, wait. Hey, just to right. back up, and now you're going to think I'm picking on you. You went to Catholic school. You went to mass. Five times a week, and you didn't know Lent started today. I I, I knew Lent started today. Okay, I didn't oh, say I didn't know some, Lent started oh, today. I, I, somebody that was that. Andy. It was Andy. Oh, I'm Andy. sorry. No, it was Andy. Yeah. Andy, what's wrong with you? I know we're very similar, so we get confused a lot. So there I you do. Go, I mix you guys up all the time. To pick on you. I knew it was Lent today. Okay, sorry. I'll be quiet. Uh, but and that's Lent, why I just I had think... fish. That's why I just had fish downstairs. There we go. Lent is Anglican, Eastern Orthodox, Lutheran, Methodist, and well, Catholic. Nick, a good Catholic would also know you're supposed to fast on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. I know. Yeah, way to and go. Every Oops. Friday. I already had breakfast. I, had I haven't eaten today, so I'm fasting I'm so far. I'm getting ready to get on a plane, so I had to have something. Yeah. Really. But you got to get away. you got to take a break. You've been <laughs> at it way too hard. I need a vacation, man. I'm getting picked on. <laughs> hey, nobody's going to pick on me on. in South Padre Island. No, that's true. They will not. Uh, they'll not try to braid your hair. That's okay. I tell you what, though, we have we have not been there for thirty years, so I wonder if it, it's it's probably oh, changed quite a bit. I bet since it's so built up. Don't we really think? like. It. Actually, it was, you know what? You know what? Hardly... It, it got wiped up by a hurricane not that long ago. It did. So yeah. I don't think it's going to it be did, that yeah. built up. Probably not. It's there one was... of the best places to go snorkeling and scuba diving. Well, I love sure. snorkeling. Well. See? Yeah, one time we just yeah. Remember when we stayed? We stayed on the beach this one time, and we went in mm-hmm. with our snorkels, and there was just a school of squid right there. Yeah, I, I used to go right snorkeling. Off the shore. I used to go snorkeling every day after work when I lived in West Palm Beach, and I used to go hit every beach, all the beaches that had the reefs. And now I went back there recently, and all those reefs have been buried under sand, and they're all yeah, gone. They so snorkeling down yeah. there is no good anymore. No, really? I used to go to Manalapan. That there's a right near the sure. uh, there's a big sure. hotel there, and just to the right of that hotel is a big park, and it's one of the nicest parks in South Florida. And that had the best snorkeling, but the reefs are gone; they're all under sand. Hmm. They got buried. That's too bad. Yep, the hurricanes keep bringing in a bunch of sand. Yep, it's true. It's so weird to think that coral is alive. Yeah, no, it's it's like, is it it's looks like and brain. acts like a rock, but yeah, yeah it's coral's alive. Yep, like I want to get brain. everybody's take on this story. We were talking yesterday about equilibrium and how people really who, who think they agree about nothing or agree upon zero actually would agree with one another if they considered movement and equilibrium and how the world is churning. I was sent this article by a friend, and I have not read it yet, so it might be a great article. It might be a horrible article, but it looks interesting, so we'll learn together, all right? One of the most important differences between the right and the left, one that greatly helps to explain their differences, is the difference between unhappy liberals and unhappy conservatives. Unhappy conservatives generally believe they are unhappy because life is inherently difficult and tragic and because they have made some unwise decisions in life. 
Unhappy liberals generally believe they are unhappy because they have been persecuted. Ask unhappy leftists why they are unhappy, and they're likely to respond that they are oppressed. This is the primary response given by unhappy leftist women, blacks, Latinos, and gays. For example, the more left-wing the woman, the more she will attribute her unhappiness to American society's patriarchy, sexism, and misogyny. She therefore considers herself oppressed, and believing one is oppressed makes happiness all but impossible. Likewise, the more left-wing the black, uh, the more he or she will attribute his or her unhappiness to racism. And how is a black person living in a racist white country supposed to be happy? That's a very good point. If you have ever spent time with black conservatives, one of the first things you will notice is they have are a much happier disposition than left-wing blacks. I receive many calls to my radio show from black listeners. I almost always know immediately whether they are on the right or the left solely by the tone of their voice. The cheerful black caller is almost always a conservative. I, I, this, this, this is, is a, a lot over the of generalizations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there's actually yeah. some there's actually some truth to it. I read a whole thing about well, suicide about suicide, and a lot of far left minorities are way higher r- risk of committing suicide. Right. Really? Well, they're told from birth that you know yeah, their no world chance. is against them, yeah. and you know yeah. they have yeah they have literally no chance of success. It's going to make you pretty despondent. Well, this their is, suicide this is, rates way higher. This is anecdotal, but hmm. you'd say Philip Wise is a liberal, wouldn't you, Tom? Mm, yes, absolutely. And he seems like one of the happiest people I've ever met. Could be a big fake. You don't. But it is just one person. <laughs> Oh, God, you don't know well, no, he Philip likes to at all. No, no, no. He likes to complain, but he's happy. <laughs> Right? I, I mean, there's a difference between bitching really. about stuff and being miserable. I don't know. He was happier. He used to be happier when he was younger. Yeah. yeah. But that's, I mean, how do you know if that's just like, you know, because a lot of people get less happy as they're, they get older. That's just kind of See, that's my are. goal is well, to get happier every, every day. That yeah, would be wonderful. I, I actively avoid becoming one of those people who just, you know, I hate everything that ever happened after I turned whatever age and, you know. This show is horrible now because, you know, I grew up with it and it's different from how it used to be and yeah. that kind of thing. It's yeah. just it's one of the most annoying things about humanity is their, the way they can't get over nostalgia. I'm embracing change like, yeah. and rolling with it and being yeah. happy with it. Exactly. It's like, yeah, being a kid was nice, but you're not a but, kid but, anymore. But you know so what? But, but you know what? You can bad. still be a kid if you embrace change because as a kid, everything constantly changed. Yeah. It was constant change. So I'm just embracing constant change in my life. Everybody yeah. gets Just caught take everything that, at face value. Everybody gets caught in that what I call a comfortable state of hatred. They're comfortable, but they yep. hate their life, but they stay there because they're comfortable. I'm not yes, doing that. Do. I'm going to constantly progress and change my life and stay happy. Are yes. you in therapy? No. <laughs> you guys have never read Should my book, be? have you? I didn't no. know you had a book. You did? <laughs> I, no. Not, well... So my book's called what Life. Book? My book's called Life is Short, Then You're Dead Forever. It's the only five-star reviewed, five-star rated book that has 240 typos. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a fact. Oh, that, that is a fact. Oh, if you go God. to Amazon right now, it has, it, it, if you go to Amazon right now, it has five-star ratings, and it has a lot of reviews, and it's five-star rating. But everybody goes, this book is great. I learned so much from it. But the guy should have spent some money having to edit it. Life is short, and then you're dead. Yeah. I'm writing this then down. Then you're dead forever. You know, just Google my name. It's the first thing that comes up. I'm, I come up as author. Oh, okay. I, I didn't, and then the reason why I didn't have the book edited, because they, the, the publisher did edit the book. 
And he, they sent it back to me, and I read it. And I go, this isn't my book. And they go, well, you, yeah. you, you, you don't even know how to create complete sentences. So, so did they print it <laughs> well, with a little blue squiggly that? lines under all the so, words? So or? they go, you, you, you have sentences that aren't, even, that aren't even, even complete real sentences. And, and you have stuff that doesn't even make any sense. I go, it makes sense to me. And it's going to make sense to my, my base group. So I want it published just like it is. And it's called a realistic self-help book. And it's, it's about not falling in that comfortable state of hatred and not wasting time in your life. And it's a really oh, quick, it's a very quick, short read. It's only a 200-page book. And it has pictures in it, too. Cool. I'm going to buy it. Oh, pictures. I, I will bring you one. No, not to, I, I don't mind supporting my friends. I'll pay for it. It's cool. I'd give you one. All right, I'll take it. There you go. <laughs> I tried. You know, so I pushed and, back lightly. Mike, Mike, you'll love the cover. It's me on a bus stop bench with a with with a nun and the Easter Bunny. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, just Google. If you Google right now, life is short, then you're dead forever. You'll see the cover of the book. It'll come right so up. So life is short. Then your you're life dead is short. Forever. You're dead forever. Yeah. Okay. It'll because come right up. Because part of the interruption was already taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that why? Oh, is, that, is that the reason it's not called that? Stop speaking while I'm interrupting then I, you. Then I had religious people like bash me. You're not dead forever. I'm like, yes, you are. You're dead forever here. Doug's going yeah, to pull it up. Yeah, if you go to heaven, you can't come back here. Doug's going to uh, pull it up right now. We're going to find that out. I don't know if that's true or not. We are going to take a, a very, very quick break. We have a great guest coming up next, R.J. Palacio. Or Palacio. Depends on how they like to pronounce the name. Uh, inspired by a choose uh, kind of movement with her first novel, Wonder. Now the critically acclaimed film Wonder is about to arrive on Blu-ray and DVD. This is a movie that has been raved about. It's got a great, great cast in it, as a matter of fact. He's even talking over me while I'm trying to promote a book. It's just unbelievable that things go on the way they do. Isn't it fascinating? Answer me. I, I cut his mic. Left. Oh, oh I, cut everybody, I cut everybody's mic. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. We will return in just a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen. And I do mean just a couple of minutes. R.J. Palacio, our special guest, coming right up next on the Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here. If you're ready to sell your home, you've probably heard that you should wait until spring. But why wait for temperatures to rise when the market is hot right now? Not selling in winter is a total myth. Truth is, buyers are hungry. And while other sellers and real estate agents hibernate, the Chris Lindahl team is selling homes like hotcakes. Chris has done a great job. We have our house on the market with Chris right now, as a matter of fact, and the video he did is amazing. The Chris Lindahl team is America's number one REMAX results team for a reason. They play to win, and they've got the skilled players to sell your home fast. In fact, they sell a home on average every nine hours for over the MLS average. Don't wait until spring to sell your home. Call the Chris Lindahl team at 763-401-SOLD. At 763-401-SOLD, the first two callers will get a free staging package. This is a huge value, and it's only going to the first two Tom Bernard Show callers from this ad. That's 763-401-SOLD. Call now, get the free staging package, and grab the opportunity before winter is over. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant. 
whatever it takes. I don't know if it's cloudy or bright. I only have eyes for you. See, we'd sing along with it, but there's about a half second delay, yeah. so it would drive Doug Sprinthal crazy. Yeah, can't do it. Doesn't sound good. <laughs> we were cracking up, actually, when you guys did that. <laughs> Me and Mike were just cracking. Wow. That must have sounded really weird. Yes, it did. <laughs> I would think. It must have sounded really weird. R.J. Palacio or Palacio or Palacio. How do you pronounce your last name, R.J.? Palacio. Palacio. It's rather quiet. We got her. It is uh, Spanish, uh-huh. not, not Italian. Oh, it's Spanish? Yes, it is. So it would not be Palacio. Very good. Pal- nope. Palacio, that's how you pronounce it? Palacio, yep. R.J. Palacio inspired uh, a choose-kind movement with her uh, first novel, Wonder. Now the critically acclaimed film Wonder is about to arrive on Blu-ray and DVD. As a matter of fact, it did just yesterday, to tell you the truth. R.J., how did... I tell you what, you got... What a cast in the movie. It's... Uh, I know, it's dream cast, right? <laughs> yeah, so I was going to ask you about... So, so, were you involved in that, or did they just say, hey, you know, RJ will take over and we'll go get the cast uh, and then we'll get back to you? Or were you involved in picking some of the people? I was, uh, yeah, I was involved much more than I ever thought I would be. Of, of course, you know, I, I had no say in Julie Roberts because, you know, sure. when I found out that Julie Roberts uh, was going to be in the movie, I was, you know, what, what kind of say would I have? I was over the moon. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that dream come true, you know? Um, and, and the same with Owen and, and Jacob Tremblay. But I, for instance, Mandy Patinkin, that was that was my idea. I oh, really? And yeah, to the producers, I said, you know, the, the perfect Mr. Tishman would be Mandy. Um, and the same with Sonia Braga for the grandmother's role. And um, so, yeah, I, every step of the way, I, I can't say that I had final say in anything, but I certainly was consulted. And uh, it was a very, really, really great working relationship that I had with the producers. I would imagine when your your book sells over five million copies, is it, it, it is it well over five million copies now worldwide? You, you know, apparently it's eight million. I, I think that's, that's an old number that they're huh? they're giving out. But yeah, <laughs> I just found I out that eight million. Yeah, yeah I don't know five. It just doesn't really matter. I guess. Congratulations! It, matter. it Congratulations. definitely. Thank you. I mean, eight million copies of a book is a, a magnificent thing. There's there's no doubt about that. Uh, the film yeah, arrived to critical amazing. acclaim, has been embraced by audiences young and old around the world, hoping you'll... i tell you what, um, I think Catherine and I, Catherine is on the show, our son Andy's on the show with us as well, and then uh, we have Doug and L.A. and, and Mike uh, in Studio A, but Catherine and I have been very, very lucky lately. There are films out there that, that, that come and go from the theaters, uh, thank God for places like Amazon, Roku particularly, because they handle you know Netflix and Amazon and all the rest of it. We just saw uh, Goodbye Christopher Robin. We just saw The Dressmaker. We just saw these ma- magnificent movies that came and went so quickly in theaters. I I got to be honest with you, RJ. I am not a fan of of superhero movies. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to like them, but. They dominate the movie theaters to a point where, first of all, you can't enjoy them if you go see them anyway, because all the kids that are there are talking back to the screen, so you can't <laughs> hear a word anyway. 
But I think Wonder for me would be is going to be an Amazon type of movie. So you still make the money, but I get to watch it in the peace of of my <laughs> home. And I love going yeah. to the theater, RJ. I just love to go to the theater. You get your popcorn, you get your bottle of water or drink or whatever you're going to get. But I, so many people now, they will talk during the movie or they're just constantly checking their phone and it's so bright in the theater. Is Wonder the kind of movie, it, it seems to me, to be the kind of movie that I, I'm really going to want to pay attention to? Yeah, and, and you can pause on. I mean, there are things to be said about seeing movies at home. I'm like you. I love going to the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I was growing up, if somebody said, let's go to a movie, that was like the best thing anybody could ever say. Uh, but nowadays, you know, it's you know, if you have a large screen TV and and you know, it's, it, there's so many features, so much to be said about uh, watching movies at home, and and certainly Wonder, I think, is is one of those movies that um, you can all agree on seeing. I mean, I, I know that that's always been a struggle finding. I have a 14 year old, a 21 year old, um, when especially when my younger son was younger, it's hard to find a movie that everyone wants to see. And, and wonder really is that, like whether you're a grandparent or you're a six-year-old, um, you, anyone can see it. It's for the entire family. And I feel like they don't really make movies like that anymore, movies where, you know, you could just, you, you feel like you can go with every single person in your family and you all can enjoy it, you know, and, and mm-hmm. on the same level. It's like some jokes go over your head. It's like everyone can laugh, everyone can shed a tear. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a movie for families and for all ages. Oh, nice. RJ, how did the how did the project start? Wonder how did the as a project as a book first of all a book that sold over eight million copies by the way worldwide. <laughs> um, how did it all start? Uh, you know, I I, um, I had a nine to five job. I, I'm an art director by trade, and and um, but I'd always wanted to be a writer, and and then I had this idea for a book that came out of a, a real experience I'd had, a very brief encounter with a child who had a very severe craniofacial difference. And it just got me thinking about what it must be like to face a world every day that doesn't quite know how to face you back. Mm. So I started writing just from that point of view, and um, and wonder kind of, I, you know, I finished it. Like, <laughs> you know, I, it took me about a year and a half because the only time that I could find to write uh, in the course of a day was in the middle of the night. So I would kind of, you know, I'd wake up at midnight, I'd write to three in the morning. And, um, and then I'd start my day, you know, at 6 in the morning. Wow. So um, it took about a year and a half to write, and, and certainly when I wrote it, it never occurred to me in a million years that it would end up um, meeting with the kind of success it's met with. You know, it, it's, it wasn't about vampires. It wasn't like dystopian <laughs> fiction. It wasn't like, you know, wasn't superheroes. Gray. You know, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't the kind of book that anyone could have foretold would become a bestseller in any way you know it was a quiet humble little book about kindness you know and and mm-hmm. um and how it's taken off it's really surprised to all of us i think it's a, i think it's a good indication what the world needs right now i think the world really really wants to be reminded that goodness does exist in people mm-hmm. and that kindness is is something that should never be seen as a weakness or a sign of gullibility but it actually it takes a lot of courage to, to be kind you know it takes a lot of strength to, to choose kindness you know, as opposed to the opposite. And I, I do think that people really want to be reminded that that there are there there is goodness in the world and that, that you know, that we all have a lot in common. You know, that all of us with all our differences, we have more in common than not. And and wonder is about sort of finding um, finding a way toward embracing those differences. Now, RJ, did you write the description of the book um, that goes out <laughs> to all the radio stations? 
Uh, uh, the one that you just read from? Well, no, there's, there's, one, the, there's one I'm going to read. The, the and five I million one? Oh, yeah, the five million one, I, yeah. But there's... The, yeah, no, I, I don't. I, I don't know where... I think that, that must come from marketing people. Well, I'll tell you what. The last line uh, in the description is, is beautifully written, and I'll, re- I'll read it right now. Wonder follows the inspiring story of the Pullman family, whose youngest child, Augie, is a boy born with facial differences. When Augie enters mainstream elementary school for the first time, his extraordinary journey unites his family, his school, and his community. And this is a line that I just love, RJ. Proves that you can't blend in when you were born to stand out. I love the way that line is written. I love that line, too, yeah. Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite lines. And uh, I wish I could take credit for it, actually. That, <laughs> I said that. The marketing person that came up with that and just, like, give that, give that woman a raise. Because um, that, that was a beautiful line, and it really mm-hmm. totally captures the book as well. So we've gotten a lot of mileage out of that line. <laughs> yeah, and I think back, because I've, I've been around for a while, and back when I was a kid, if you were different... People tried to force you to fit in. Uh, oh, no, 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 you, we're all the same. And you got to all fit in, and everybody's got to fit the exact same mold. And no matter if you're different or not, whatever, you're not different. You're just like everybody else. Well, that's not true. It's not true in any way, shape, or form. I think that's one of the problems we're having today in our society because everybody is trying to say, well, we're all the same. No, we're not all the same. We are not all the same. Nor should we be, right? And nor should we be. And I think it's right. that's why I love that line so much. It proves that you can't blend in when you were born to stand out. I, I think finally embracing this idea. It doesn't mean that that you're better than me or I'm better than you, but we are not the same. And it's a wonderful thing. It, 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 it's great. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm hoping that um, you know I'm I'm so glad that it's uh, certainly the the younger generation has embraced the message of wonder. I, I would love for. Um, I would love for the message of wonder to get um, the older generations too, especially in the climate that we're living with, in mm-hmm. terms of the, all the vitriol and the anger, and um, and there's just so much, uh, you know, this inability to listen to one another and to again to just tolerance. I mean, just to to accept one another and our differences. I, I don't see why it's such an issue, but it seems to be such a problem these days. As you said, there's no judgment attached differences. It's just a question of finding compassion and, and mm-hmm. you know, just live and let live and let live is what I always say. Well, there's, judge, there's judgment people... on this show. Oh, God. He's gonna start, <laughs> RJ, he's going to start whining. He's, a, he's an Italian from Philadelphia, so he's going to start whining now, RJ. <laughs> oh, just kidding. At first, he's probably, he's probably mad that my name isn't Italian to start out with. No. I, 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 actually, I, actually, I actually knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't right when I heard it. <laughs> Palacio. Okay. Yeah. You knew, you knew Palacio was not. Yeah. Was not Italian. Yeah. Huh, really. <laughs> yeah. How, how how did you arrive on the title Wonder, RJ? It's from the Natalie Merchant song, uh, which is oh, called okay. Wonder, uh, mm-hmm. which I uh, was one of my favorite songs, and it's all about being born different and celebrating those differences. And mm-hmm. uh, I just thought that was the perfect title for the book. Do you think there's a lot of money to be made in marketing by telling everybody, hey, we're all the same and we should all be, uh, you know, uh, we should all just, nobody needs to stand out, we're all the same. I I just think uh, the way you've handled this, again, I'll say the line, proves you can't blend in when you're born to stand out. RJ, your producer needs to have you move on. I wish we had you for a couple more hours. It was wonderful talking to you. Oh, thank you so much. Really, it's been great talking to you guys, too. Thank you so much. Thank you, RJ.
R.J. Sure. Palacio, Wonder, the book, 8 million copies worldwide. Cassie saw the movie and well, she that, said it was wonderful. That would be North Korea where nobody, where nobody could stand out, right? So everybody would be like North Korea. Yeah, there you go. Right? Well, and then, he, then all the mm-hmm. uh, New York Post and New York Times could just rave about a murdering woman who sat right next to uh, Mike Pence at the Olympics. Uh, uh, that's matter of so fact, ridiculous. watched her own that's uncle so be eaten ridiculous. by dogs. I'm so tired of all this, this stuff. Uh, uh, I think... Sean, who won the won the half pipe yesterday, now he's getting mm-hmm. he's getting slammed with sexual allegations that he. Mm-hmm. It, it's just ridiculous. It is too bad. It really is. I, I just, but I think that's the whole problem. Oh, you hate me because I'm different from you. No, I I don't. Once again, you can be. We can be completely different. Either you're a jackass or you're not. <laughs> Either I'm a jackass or I'm not. That's the only difference. You want to act like a jerk? I don't want anything to do with you. I don't care what your sex is, your orientation is, your gender is, your skin color is. I don't care. If you're a decent person, I like it. And if you're a jackass, I don't want anything to do with you. Yep. You know. I've made a why point. Why is that so hard? I, don't I, understand. I don't know. I, I I didn't see you guys last week, but I cut some people out of my life that were pretty close to me in the last two weeks because they are jackasses. Yep. Because I'm not going to deal with miserable people anymore. Is Doug Sprinthal one of them? No, I like Thanks. Doug a lot. I like you too, Nick. Thank you. I like Doug a lot. I think, Doug, I think Doug's a very pleasant person. But there's a lot of people that are just miserable. All the time they're miserable. I've been called yeah, a ton of names yeah. before, but nobody's ever called me pleasant. I this think, is a banner I, day. I think you're a very pleasant, <laughs> you. a very well, pleasant a very person. Pleasant person. Yeah. You know, I, I will tell but, you, some, you guys something. I changed my personality when i was in my 30s when i was a young sales manager i was the biggest a-hole on the planet i just i was a terrible manager i just yelled and swore and screamed at my employees and then i realized wait a minute i'm i'm ruining my life i'm just mad all the time and i still get mad everybody does but it's like this is stupid and these people all hate you, and you can't really really blame them. So it, it took a while, and it, it, you, you just, get older, and hopefully you mellow a little bit. Just but. so you guys know, I, I do interrupt everyone. So it's no, not I just, know that. I, I oh, so we're not everyone. special? No, you're not okay. special. Right. And, and <laughs> That's good. Because if my brain doesn't let my, my voice say it at the time that I think it, then I'll forget about it. So I have to say it right then and there. All right, Tom. I have a question really for you. For Are you coming up next yes, week sir. to uh, see Mr. Mordahl, or not? Uh, you, you, you know, I was talking to Michael Bryant about that. Uh, Thursday is the night that I heard that it's going to work out the best for everybody. Is that yep. right? Sarah and I yeah, are going, so if you're coming, let us know. And I saw Dave today at the studio, and he is off the heaters. I'm so proud of him. I, I know he's I been know. saying it, but it is. Wow. He, he's, he doesn't smell like cigarettes. He doesn't, you know, yeah, he was starting huge. to look like he was gray. And when yeah, people serious. smoke for a long time and get that gray look, it's starting to go away. So, listen, I have to leave. Yeah. To, I have to go catch my plane to go on vacation. On my vacation, my my well. Oh my God! Vacation. Get some rest, will you? I just want you to get some rest. <laughs> but, it's just go, go, I go. Tell you me, what, me and Michael carry out in the I chair. I really miss. I really not being on the show. I wouldn't say carry out. <laughs> not not being on the show last week. I missed it all week. Wow! Like, I did. We'll I felt like, I, what, felt two like weeks? I missed something. No, I'll, I'll be here next week. <laughs> Well, you're going to be back next week. Oh, you're yeah, back. Yeah, I'll be back next Wednesday. All right. Well, travel safely. All right, you guys be yes. good, man. Stay out of trouble. All right, Thank we'll be you. right back. See you in town. You too.